You were minding your own business when you suddenly realize your infinitesimal place in the dark, impenetrable vastness of space as it expands further into the cosmos towards the heat death of the universe and the inexorable press of your encroaching mortality in comparison to the fullness of time breathes cold upon your neck. And now it's only 30 minutes till game. 30, 30 minutes, minutes till game. game. I'm Paul. And I'm Angel. We're a pair of siblings. We've been playing TTRPGs since the early 90s. And we're going to use our randomized table to help you build a game in 30 minutes or it's free. Today I'll be rolling the 2021 set uh, from Jasper's Game Day. Ooh, yay! We love Jasper's Game Day. They're they're very good charity. What are we starting off with for today? Find out. Number 10. Standard Modern. Okay. All right. Just a good old-fashioned, normal, day-to-day. Roll for traffic. It definitely fits. Roll for traffic. <laughs> Population. Let's start with that. Uh, number four, rural. Okay, so not much traffic. Not too much traffic. All right, all right. What's our conflict today? Number four, catastrophe. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh. A modern catastrophe. Oh, oh dear. In a rural town. Social encounters. We're getting a lot of social encounters lately. We might have to. We might have to mix that up. Let's roll. Let's roll that one again. We've gotten social encounters the past two. Let's roll that one again. Okay. Number one, puzzles. Oh. Okay. Uh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ooh, what are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling a little bit of amateur nuclear engineering. Ooh, okay. Uh, you got to make sure you're putting the control rods down in the right spots. All right. Well, let's find out what our stick is first, then. Number two, monsters. <laughs> All right, still still feeling that, <laughs> that amateur nuclear engineering. And our carrot is a MacGuffin or artifact. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, let me write these down real quick while you're, while you're thinking out loud. Yeah, you've seen The Mist, right? I have not. Oh, then I don't want to do this because I'll spoil it for you. I know the basic premise. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil the actual thing. Also, uh, if you got some free time tonight, we should absolutely watch that. I have it. Okay. Uh, we can. We can do a screen share of it. It's a phenomenal movie. Would be nice. Oh, so the basic premise is crazy shit happens in a town after a storm, and this mist rolls in, and uh, there's monsters in it. <sighs> How much of the story do you know? Um. About as much as you said. Okay, all right. Uh, Mist rolls in and uh, people start disappearing in it. Uh, well, no, they don't. They don't. They don't disappear. They are very, 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 very much in view as terrible things happen to them. Oh, oh, good, good, fantastic. That's great. Actually, it is. It's really good. <laughs> So, as opposed to nuclear facility or something like that, because I was thinking initially, out in the middle of nowhere, where's better to have a nuclear power plant? Right. But, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that is down near where I live is the National Agricultural and Production Laboratory. Oh. And I don't know about you, but that screams secret biological facility to me. Yeah, me too. I think, I swear on the sign, it says something about corn. Where it's literally just like National Corn Studies corn. Institute. And it's just like, okay, come on, that's a front. That's absolutely a front. You don't have an entire institute to study corn. So for that, I'm really thinking I hate the initial antagonism against things like GMO products. Because GMO products make things better, not worse, if they're done correctly. 
if they're done correctly. We could have a situation like that where there is an agricultural laboratory where they're doing some experimentation with GMOs and oops, all cross species. Yeah, because right now in current modern day, to the best of my knowledge, the only GMOs that are used agriculturally are plants and it's mostly to prevent like pests and diseases. Right. So that we're not putting so many pesticides on our plants. It's more of something that's built into it so that the, right. the, the pests just don't want it. They don't like it. It's bad for them. The one that I know of is where a, I think it's potatoes, but although I think they don't do those anymore. But the one that I had heard of was where basically there is a caterpillar or something that has a specific enzyme in it that repels the potato beetles. Mm-hmm. So they just straight up engineered the potatoes to have that enzyme in it. Makes sense to me. Again, not a scientist. I don't know the exact like details, but I want to say that it was something along those lines. I'd have to look a little bit more into CRISPR to figure out exactly how that works. So I, Exactly. But to the best of my knowledge right now, they don't do anything like that with animals other than like low fish uh, and axolotls, which of course have a jellyfish protein in them that makes them glow under blacklight. Your standard farm animals like cows, pigs, chickens, etc. are only genetically modified through selective breeding. But if you were to say want to raise a less expensive lamb, something that you could mass produce, and you wanted it to be cow-sized, a cow-sized lamb. Sorry, I was just immediately thinking of the Bone Eater episode from Futurama where it's like, oh, it's already sucked the bone out of the lambs. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they maybe they want to engineer a boneless creature, I don't know. They're just trying all kinds of different stuff there. And all of a sudden we have a kaiju cheat because they didn't realize how big it was going to get. Oh god, I love that. <laughs> So that's one example of a direction we could take with this. And here I was just thinking genome sequencing, not wrong, but very, very right, where they were trying to create a more easily pollinated or populated corn or wheat or something like that. And as it develops, as opposed to it being more prodigious, it actually sends out spores because they were trying to figure out some myceliums were working very quick ways. And it was infecting the people around them. And so you have to find a way to isolate. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Oh, I, I, I hit something there. Are you familiar with cordyceps mushrooms? Yes, I am. They are extremely popular right now because they supposedly have health benefits like reishi mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, lion's mane mushrooms. But cordyceps specifically are part of the same family that infect ants, makes them climb up to the top grass blade and just sit there waiting for a bird to eat them. And then like, little antlers come out of their 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 head and start spreading spores. Actually, I think it's a, a wasp larva that, or a snail larva that makes them get eaten by a bird, but the cordyceps mushrooms do a similar thing. So what if we are trying to engineer a plant to have the same benefits of cordyceps mushrooms, but they got the wrong strain of cordyceps mushrooms or the cordyceps mushrooms reserved back? Now, does that fit under catastrophe though? No, not so much. I think that that would probably fit more under disease or corruption. Uh, so I think the kaiju lamb would probably... I think <laughs> mega, mega cheap mega would be sheep pretty cool. It's a lot more fun than mushroom corn. Because mushroom you know? that would fall a lot more into like the zombie situation or like a scenario. Yeah. Now, if we get this same scenario, but then we get disease, corruption, and the swarm, that would be a perfect opportunity to, to do mushroom corn. And then everything's fine, of course, and the production is going great, and the, until 
the corn starts putting up tassels, which of course is the part of the corn that produces pollen. And then people start going crazy. I think we're going to have to kind of corral this into one town, Mysterium, Arkansas, or something like that. Mysterium, Arkansas. Where like all of these weird things happen. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a, it's just your standard rural town. Where sometimes strange things happen. You like that opener, Mysterium, Arkansas. It's a spinoff. <laughs> or at least that could just be if we run into another modern rural X. It's like, oh, that's happening in Mysterium. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or we could do the swarm when that comes up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still, I'm still saying this happens in Mysterium, Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I think that's this is where this is the progenitor or the uh, the genesis of Mysterium, Arkansas with Mega Sheep. Yeah, Mega Sheep. All right. So what's the catastrophe that's going to release Mega Sheep? I'm thinking corporate corporate espionage. Ooh, that is good. I do like that. Okay. Now, is the mega sheep? Yes. There's a singular mega sheep, or is it that corporate? The corporate espionage released these mega sheep into the wild, where they grew to consume all of the food, and then now they're they're coming after the city. I was almost thinking more of like a containment breach. Containment breach. Yeah. Like this was the first test subject for this this modified sheep, and it's just started growing exponentially. And so what they had to do was put like almost like a limiter gas. Some sort of reagent that prevents it from growing larger into the, the hermetically sealed room, and they shut off that gas, and so it just starts growing and growing and right. growing. And eventually, it bursts out of its chamber. Well, of course, they never do just one experiment with just a single creature. There's always a group. Of course, genetics are going to take a play. You know, however, they're going to take a play, and this one sheep, it just was more potent, and it killed and ate all of its siblings. <laughs> <laughs> and so like oh this is too dangerous put it in the containment unit and they put the limiter gas in there and so now your your corporate espionage has shut off that gas so now this is all mm -hmm. lore that you can find out towards the end of the one shot so that's the, the first thing you find out of course is that there is a wild animal that has been spotted on the outskirts of town destroying crops and killing livestock only to find out later that it's a mega sheep yes Oh, this is... <laughs> Sheep the size of a Winnebago. <laughs> Ooh, what if every in-game day they take, the sheep doubles in size? Oh, gods. So, by the time the players have found out about it, how big is the sheep? Is it van-sized? Yeah, I would say probably van-sized. I almost want to say for each day it can move up a size category. <laughs> That's going to be a big sheep. Yeah, so if you take... So if it starts off as large... Yeah, which I think we just started off as loud. Then it becomes huge. And, well, it would start off as large in the containment unit because you have to think, well, wow, this sheep is getting way bigger than we expected, which means it's already bigger than a cow, and a cow would be a large creature. Okay, yeah. So once it's bigger than the cow, they, they decide to like, listen, we got to cut this off. You know, we've monitored its growth over the last couple of days, and it's just doubling in size every day. And it's consuming an unreasonable amount of food, including flesh. Because as you and I both know, herbivores will actually eat meat if given the opportunity. Oh, 100%. Never trust a cow. Never trust a cow or a horse or a deer, especially a deer. a deer. Never trust a deer, especially if they're not deer. Uh, we, wrong podcast. <laughs> so I think we should start it out in the huge category, but it would stay in the huge category for a little while because huge actually describes a pretty broad range of creatures. True, because huge is, the lower limit for huge is, what, 20 feet and the upper limit is 40 feet? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd have to look that back up. So I think that it starts out by breaking out at the large category, and then within 48 hours of breaking out, it's in the huge category which is about probably when our players hear about it and then within 48 hours then it's in i think it's 
Colossal. What's after huge? Colossal. Now, this is a, this is all D and D terms and Pathfinder terms, but you get the idea. It starts out at, at ten feet at the shoulder, and then by the time the players hear about it, it's twenty feet at the shoulder. Yeah, it, it goes from beef master to moose. Yeah, I mean, moose are twenty feet at the shoulder. Moose are massive. Moose are huge. But I mean, we're talking like a sheep, though, that's 20 feet at the shoulder, so it's not a, a gangly... Most of it's fluff. <laughs> Most of it, huh? If This, of course, would be a meat-producing sheep, it's not going to be fluff. But that could add to the armor class, the more fluff it has. Definitely would add to the armor class, and I, would, I think that would also fire damage resistance. Let's say we started the campaign with our, our players. Now, what do our players do? What brings them into this? Are they law enforcement? Are they animal control? Are they farmers and worksmen banding together to find this critter and, and get it out of their area? Yeah, to that end, I would think either in the local paper or something, the, the local inquirer, basically. It's a huge creature seen in pastures at uh, Mysterium, Arkansas, or there could be like a bounty out for it. Okay, okay. A bounty for either the creature itself or a bounty for photographic evidence of the creature. It could even have like a longer evolution, basically. So it could have you know, a week between sizes. Yeah, that's still an unreasonable amount of growth. Yes. Because if you go from large category to huge category in a week, you have basically doubled your mass. That's that's a, that's a lot. Like it's, a I lot. Du- it's double cow. And yeah, the catastrophe part of it, uh, not only is it going to be the containment at the facility, kind of want it to be huge already. Because I don't want it to like just demolish okay. that laboratory. Yeah, but no, our player is going to have to go to that laboratory to get something, to get a weapon to fight it though, right? Right. But I would assume that like the containment sector is away from the actual research side. And so while a lot of is still in ruins and then you have your one of your first encounters is going to be either navigating into that facility past the barricades that they would have around it for any sort of natural disaster site where they block and cordon it off or even just searching for the remnants of this experiment. I think actually our first encounter needs to be that you catch a glimpse of it. Okay. So they've gotten this reward for photographic evidence of the creature and let's say their, their first encounter is they find it and and it runs away, but they get a picture, so they can go back to the magazine. And the magazine's like, "Wow, this is great, but it's not enough. We'll give you double the reward if you can bring us the creature alive." So now their goal is to to catch this mega sheep, and then they have to figure out, you know, where if you can give us more information on where it came from and capture it alive. All right. Okay. So our, our driving hook there is the tabloid reward, and then the reward reward is going to be the MacGuffin that they get at the facility that they can then keep. Okay, you know, if this place is demolished and you know they just happen to take something with them, like what they're going to report that to the tabloids? Yeah, like hey, we also found this weird MacGuffin. What what kind of MacGuffin are we looking at for? A laboratory facility that grew a giant sheep. Ooh, now we're wanting to stay in the modern, so we need to think of a, like what is a modern MacGuffin that's gonna be definitely would be scientific. I'm thinking like definitely scientific. Oh God, no! Oh God, it's gonna be it's it's the Ultraman pill. Oh, a thing where you activate it and for a limited amount of time, you are, you just grow and are super strong. Okay, okay, okay. Okay! So they've they've now taken this technology behind Mega Sheep and made something that can be applicable to humans. Yeah. Okay. Or it's, like, or it's experimental. Experimental. Yeah. But you can say, like, roll on percentile die, and if you roll a, a 100, you just keep expanding and explode. Oh, no! <laughs> but the rest of the time, it works fine. You just, like, go up uh, two size categories and get an additional plus five to all your physical rolls. So you become, like, an, an Ultraman. 
So our MacGuffin is the, the Ultraman amulet. Or let's call it an Ultraman chest piece. Because it could be like a harness sort Yeah, of thing. that's what I'm thinking. A little, a little harness with like a dial on it. You can set it to however long you want to be an Ultraman. I want to be an Ultraman. Okay, all right. So our puzzle on this one... we're. I'm thinking they have to either they have to reconstruct or reconfigure the inhibitor gas to be able to actually have some on hand to like stop this thing from growing or be able to figure out how to turn that gas into a weapon of some kind. Yeah. So once they've gotten the picture of the Mega G, once they have gotten the, gone to the tabloid and like, yeah, uh, now we want the sheep. We want the whole sheep. Then they're like, well, how do we get this whole sheep? Whole sheep, nothing but the sheep. So they have to figure out where the sheep came from and get the inhibitor gas. And what's our, what are some of our clues for where they can find the sheep? Obviously, you follow the path of destruction. Right. But. But after, after the sheep's first encounter with our players, it's going to be a little bit more cautious and a little bit more wild. And of course, it'll fight back. So they're going to have to try to corner it. I don't say that like the tabloid itself would have run something about mysterious explosion at, at uh, agricultural lab. What are they working on? Oh, hey, massive sheep and make no connection between the two in their paper. This would be a fun one to run in person and have handouts to hand your players. Each player starts out with one news article. That would be good. That may seemingly be unconnected, but each one has a hidden clue in it. Right, or at least has some some little snippet references and things like yeah. that. Yeah, and they, they're part of their first puzzle is to figure out which stories go together and which story is the one that they're supposed to be following. So we can start out with the article. We don't want the players to be chasing that boy for instance right or do we (laughs) (laughs) but i think this would be a good one to to use a little newspaper or a little tabloid handout that each player can can get at either the beginning of the section or after they've found out that this bounty is available and the sheep is in fact real uh, but Mm -hmm. they need to look for clues to figure out how to catch this sheep or how to find where it was from so i'm thinking that once they figure out how to combine or either recreate from the notes or from the research at the facility, the inhibitor gas, or take some of the pre-existing tanks that somehow managed not to be destroyed and turn that into a bomb or a, a spray weapon or something like that. I would think that due to its size, the mega sheep is going to react differently to the inhibitor gas than it did previously. Okay. So before the gas either knocks it out, stops it from growing, slows it down, uh, it's going to go into a rage. Okay. 100%. And it's going to go on a rampage. And so we're going to have to have a chase in this game where they're chasing down this rampaging mega sheep that's frothing at the mouth, wild eyes, tearing through buildings. And they're trying to go in their pickup truck or Jeep or car and keep up with it as they're continuing to spray it or try and hit it with these gas bombs that they've made. Okay, okay. So I think that's that's going to be a fun little climax. So three successful hits with whatever weapon they decide to make. Now here's the rub. If they have found and are currently using the ultra chest piece, the person wearing it is also affected. Yes. Because it's the same technology. So if they want to instead try to wrestle the sheep into submission, they can't use the gas. But I don't think that should be revealed necessarily unless the players figure it out all right so we got mega sheep ultraman harness mm-hmm. inhibitor gas investigation and mm-hmm. photograph yeah like we got our, our little challenges in there i think that's probably i think we've got our challenges in there 
I think we've got a pretty solid little game. And then, of course, the, the success is taking the sheep back to the tabloid, or they could get a counteroffer from the remaining CAO from the, the research facility. Absolutely. You can always include some black sedans pull up and uh, shade-wearing people come out and say, here you are doing some investigation where you probably shouldn't be. We want to have your help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they can choose which path they want to take. They can either, and then at the end of the campaign, which is successful, whichever path they take, they can become monster hunters for the tabloid to provide photographs mm-hmm. and real real proof. Or they can join this, this shadow society of producing these creatures and, you know, getting samples. And yeah, and this just opens up so many different venues for new adventures using the same sort of setting, using the same idea, and just using this as, as a trampoline to throw your game forward into something new, something interesting, something you guys haven't played around with. There are so many times where people will just stick in their, their one little niche where they know and where they're they're happy and they have their the, all their books on either side of them and they know exactly what they're doing. This is just giving people a chance to like just jump into something different, something new, something that you've never played around with. That's why I love this random table system is it's it's giving us an opportunity to talk about and think about systems we never never necessarily would have come up with on our own. And I mean, not to knock it, I I love the basic fantasy system, dragons, oh, magic, yeah. medieval type technology level. But it's, I mean, it's everybody does it. It's a, little, it's a little bit overplayed. It's fun to play something different and unique sometimes, and that's that's what we're hoping to provide here. A bad day in Mysterium, Arkansas. Lab notes. Date, August 1st, 20... 20- Dr. Catherine Waverly observing. The most recent group of lambs born are not only viable but thriving. Muscle production is doubled on the same amount of feed as the previous batch, and all ten are healthy and docile. One individual, however, Subject 7, is outpacing his siblings by leaps and bounds. More testing will be needed to determine cause. Lab Notes Date August 12th, 20... Dr. Catherine Waverly observing. We have isolated the aberrant Subject 7 in its own holding cell after... Un... Incident last week, wherein after their scheduled morning feeding, Subject 7 attacked and began to consume its fellow subjects. Three of the ten had died before we were able to intervene and sedate Subject 7. MRI and CT scans show that Reagent Sigma has somehow altered the pituitary gland of Subject 7, resulting in edema similar to those found afflicted by gigantism. Already, Subject 7 is more than twice the size of the remaining subjects and reacts violently when fed, often consuming its allotted feed in moments before bleating for hours on end and throwing itself at its restraints until it's fed again. I'll bring this up at the next department head roundtable and suggest increasing its feed quantity. Lab Notes Date August 30th, 20... Dr. Catherine Waverly observing. Subject 7's increasingly violent tendencies have led to safety concerns for the staff. Normal sedatives are not effective, and we have begun experimenting with a formula that represses Subject 7's growth and aggression. It's currently being administered in feed, but a gaseous form is in production. However, this setback has yielded unexpected fruit. Subject 7's mutation has provided the last key component for our military contract nicknamed the Ultra Harness Project. I'll have the new intern James write up the report. It'll be good practice for him, if I can ever find him. Dr. Waverly, we have to go. Containment has failed. Oh god, what have we done? There's no time. Move! Ah. Oh god. Ah. 
thank you for rolling along with us. We hope you've been inspired or at least entertained. You can find us on Twitter at 30Minutes2Game. That's 30Minutes2Game. Send us questions or ideas at 30Minutes2Game at gmail.com or fund our quest at patreon.com slash 30Minutes2Game. The intro music is by It's Water and our outro music is by Lee Diamond. Make good choices, or if you don't, at least stay hydrated and don't get caught. We'll see you next week.